going on, everybody? Welcome to the Four Fifth Podcast. This is episode 36. Quarantine episode number five now. How's everyone doing? We've got John, Big John Stud. We've got the J-Lo. We've Go got Wild Bill. Yeah. Everyone's still alive and well? I S- send help. Putter I, think, and I think some of us are in a little bit different frames of mind than the others on this podcast. <laughs> I, I'm fine. I'm getting into my, you know, regular routine and groove. I was telling you guys before we started recording, you know, this week, you know, I'm one of the lucky people in this world that um, can continue to work from home and uh, have had no real issues, um, you know, doing my job on a daily basis. So I, I thank my, uh, my lucky stars for that. Um, and I feel like, you know, this is the first week that kind of went quick for me. Um, and I think that, you know, it might just be chalked up to me getting, you know, adjusted to this new routine and this challenging time that we're having. But, um, I don't know. I think some other people are having on this podcast are having, uh, some other, some other, uh, feelings about this, this, uh, pandemic and, and how long it's going to be. I mean, I, I guess what I'm getting at is some people are more optimistic than others when it comes to the coronavirus on this uh, on this uh, podcast. Yeah, I don't think this thing's John, do you, do you care to elaborate about your bad feelings? Because I feel like you've just been cooped up, man. I feel like I feel like you need to go outside. You know, introduce yourself to Joe Flacco's parents. Join them in a walk across the street. At least six feet away, and you know, just maybe, maybe just shed shed some light on your true feelings that you have for their, you know, Super Bowl champion uh, son. And you I'm might feel better. Out. You might feel better. I'm gonna print out all the box scores and share them. Share them with them. You remember this? You remember this game? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I just, I just, you know, I, I, the more I read, the more I do research, the more I look on Twitter which probably is a bad thing. I just, I just got a bad feeling about it all. I just, I just do. It's, it's I hope I'm wrong for everyone's sake. Family, so friends. John, we're talking about how delivery services are the wave of the future. They've always been, and we just never, we just never realized it till now. I think you might have a small point um, in my certain you, ways. In, in, I mean, it's the tiniest point I've ever seen. So, and, yeah. uh, but it's an impressive point. It's tiny, it's but really it's really not. The point it's is not. adequate effect. But continue. Listen, all I'm saying here but is. But you said, but you said, you know, when we're still sitting here doing quarantine episodes next year, meaning that you, in your mind, have already, in that beautiful head of yours, as I stare here and look into my screen, you have already made up your mind that we are not out of this thing by the end of this month, by the end of May, by the end of June, we are still sitting here quarantined on 4-5th Podcast, episode 80. Um, and I think it was like an 80% chance. How so? Well, a couple things. We, we don't, we don't, we're not seeing much of relief right now. So that, that's, that, that's a problem. Not everybody's fucking staying home like they should. You know, you still got assholes going to fucking church and, you know, 
Target, getting toilet paper at dollar oh, stores. Target, Target, Target. I mean, come on, gotta be a little more responsible than that. You got you got people playing pickup games of basketball at the park. You got you know, it's it. the same same jamokes, same jamokes that you know don't listen to anything, just aren't going to listen, think it's a hoax. Oh, speaking of people that that aren't listening, um, I was I was um. Told by one of one of our one of our avid uh, and loyal listeners that in our last episode when I called out millennials for being the ones on Fl- Florida beaches uh, on spring break, it was brought to my attention that most of those people are now Generation Z people, not not millennials. So um, shout out, <laughs> shout out to Generation Z and um, millennials can still. You want to be generation. Millennials can still fuck themselves. That doesn't get you. That doesn't get you out of the out of the weeds with me. You're still assholes. So is, does that mean that the generation Z? Okay, generation Z is younger than millennials. Then. Yes, but Gen Z is not really getting off to a great start. No, no. I saw I saw something going around the interwebs. It was like. The one time we can save the world by sitting on our asses and watching Netflix, and we can't even fuck that up. Okay, what we're doing is fucking that up. Can't even do that right, right? Yeah, sure. it's a fucking joke. Yes, you're a selfish piece of shit if you're outside. That, and when I say like, okay, you go for a walk, you're not an asshole. But like, if you're fucking at the stores being a jerk off, then you're a fucking jerk. Sorry, end rant. Nah, keep going, John. Get shit Play delivered. Through. Get shit delivered. Yeah, I mean, I Every think delivery drivers. Tip them well. Exactly. And sh- and shout out to the delivery drivers and shout out to the medical staff. Yeah. Shout out to the shout out to the to the to the pharmacy workers and the people that are in non in essential businesses, you know, um, working under extreme Shit. conditions. Even like ph- pharmaceuticals, man. Like I don't know about you guys, but like I, we get our farm our our pharmacy drugs delivered. It's all through like an internet service and. They show up at your... At your at you your use good RX. Huh? Do you use good RX? Nah, I use like a po- something, a Papa something. I don't know. Becca handles it. It's like some <laughs> But like I said, like everything, at least today, you can get to... There's not one thing... Like you can literally buy a... a I can stop myself. You can literally buy a car on the internet. They'll drive it. They'll drop it off right here. They'll throw you the keys. They'll... I mean, the people are doing it house. Might not, it might not start, but you buy it and they drop it off for you. People are buying people are buying houses and doing house closings virtually now. Like you don't even have to like go do like a closing. You can just do it all by paperwork, this, that, and everything. We're all right now. We're all working from home, which is a godsend. Thank yeah, goodness, yeah. right? But like that whole idea of like, oh, some businesses can't work from home. We're like. We're actually like breaking that trend now. We're we're showing that it's like it's efficient, it's more efficient. Um, we get even more work done. You know, yeah. I'm sitting here, I'm sitting here to my my right with my work laptop and I'm getting work emails and stuff like that. So like, you know, it's it's nine o'clock at night. You know, I'm there we're burning the midnight oil a little bit, <clears throat> which during this time is, you know, advantageous. But again, going back to the delivery thing, I, I just don't I just don't understand why people are just out there like gallivanting target to pick up a pair of fucking socks when you can go get them delivered on Amazon. And especially with this, this, this virus, you know, asymptomatic people are the, the, the most 
the biggest spreaders of the disease, like just stay home. There's no reason that you need to be out unless you're going to get, unless you have like a special needs child or, you know, you're taking care of like an elderly person or something like extraneous like that. People like us do not need to go out. We don't, there's, there's no reason for it. Absolutely no reason. Other than to fix our lawnmowers maybe, but. Well, you're a jerk <laughs> off anyway. You're a jerk off. No, Bill. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna blow blow your spot up right here. Go on YouTube, figure out how to tune up a lawnmower. You can buy the parts online on Amazon. They're probably like $13.50 with free delivery. And you can go use the three wrenches you have in the garage and, and fix it. Wait, wait, so wait. What, what is actually wrong with the lawnmower? Because uh, don't even get us started. What's going on? He hasn't figured out how to pull it yet. Yes. I thought you pushed the button and it starts. <laughs> it's broken. I want my money back. It says self-propelled, but it has a self-starter on it, too. Like, you know what? Buy a, a self, uh, one of those old-school ones uh, with the with the blades in it. You just push it along. That's all you need. Or you can borrow one of your friend's ones. And, or they can just say no. Or how about you just, like, how about you just hire Jimmy from down the street, who's in high know. school, and he's, you know, saving for a fucking car, and you just let him mow your fucking grass a couple times. All right, I'm going to start banging on people's doors. Hey, you got a kid that lives here. No, 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 no. That's got a great point. The, pr the problem with these Generation Zers, Xers, Wisers, whatever they are, is when we were kids, you know, when it snowed, we go outside, we shovel uh, them, shovel. Jump, shovel. and they throw you three bucks, and they say, take a, take a hike, right? But it's three bucks you got, right? Today, I'll wait for one of these kids, we, this young whippersnappers on the street over here to start mowing their own lawns, and I'm going to throw them 15, 20, 30 bucks to mow mine. I'm waiting for it. I think the gen this generation's like, oh, hold on, hold on. Oh, hold on. Yeah. Hold on. It's a joke. Stay the fuck home, jerk offs. I didn't even mow your lawn for 30 bucks, 35 bucks tops. So, Bill, so, Bill, what is wrong with the lawnmower? It's mechanical. What, what does that mean? What does that mean? <laughs> Very technical. Does it start? Of, does it start? No, that's the problem. Okay, <laughs> why, why wouldn't it start? Why wouldn't, like, does it have Does it have oil in it? Number one. No, not that. When I when when I pull the you know the string to start it, like when I rip it back, when it gets like two thirds of the way back. It like the string like hitches and it won't like it, 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 it's not like like pulling properly probably to ignite it. It's not the spark plug. There's a spark on it. Pulled the plug out. Checked it. Right. We we gotta go over three things for you, right? Like pulling, you know, the bar that you hold down <laughs> to propel it. Mm -hmm. Are you pulling that down when you yeah. go to pull it? Yeah. When I brought the lawnmower, like he tried to start it to give it a diagnosis. It's not like it works. And I don't know how to start the lawnmower. Listen. Okay. Suck, bang, blow. That's it. That's it. Suck, bang, blow. Suck, bang, blow, and things. Yes, that's exactly what I'm That's why he's nodding. He knows what I'm talking about. He's an engine guy. Suck, bang, blow. Wow. Mine blows all right. Well, did you? So, what did you do? Did you check anything or did you just take the mechanic? Now, was once I saw the spark plug had a spark and you know, everything was fine. It just wasn't kicking over. I, I you know, I figured something inside, and you know, that, I, it's not my area of expertise. So I can rather pay somebody forty bucks to fix it. 
than trying to take care of it myself. I got a funny spark plug lawnmower story for you real quick. So Hit me. I'm going back. For- so this was mid-90s. I'm 15. And my dad had this old snapper lawnmower. It was a piece of shit. Okay? It was the smallest fucking lawnmower. And we lived on a double lot. And my dad was like, whatever, I can't, I can't, I can't fix the fucking commercial lawn boy that we have right now. I'm, you're, we're using your grandfather's snapper right now, and you're just going to have to mow the lawn with that. I don't know what to tell you. This was like, this lawnmower was, the blade on it was for like, maybe like what I have now for my townhouse, which is like, you know, a tenth of an acre of land. And we're on like an acre, an acre plus of land where we have a double lot. And he's just like, whatever, figure it out. Just fucking push it. Just mow the grass. Oh, by the way, it doesn't have a, but he was like, by the way, it doesn't have a, uh, a kill switch on it. You got to pull the, you got to disconnect the spark plug, turn it off. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm mowing one day and I'm going around the garden. He had like a, a really, a huge garden. But there was like shrubbery and everything around it. And I had to like, I had to move some shit out of the way. He had like some tools in the garden and stuff. So I didn't want to run him over. So I went to go turn the, turn the, uh, the lawnmower off. And I overestimated the, you know, half inch that I had to put my thumb and my finger to disconnect the fucking spark plug. And yeah, I, um, I almost died. I almost died probably a half dozen times that summer, shocking myself trying to turn this fucking lawnmower on and off. Oh, I thought you I thought you put your hand up against like the uh, the exhaust. No, I've done that too. I've done that too. I missed the whole season of summer league basketball because I burnt my hands on the on a like, muffler? On a, on a muffler? Like this like it depends on the lawnmower, but on the side there's like a like a little bit like a metal exhaust plate. Yeah. And I accidentally like touched it and uh, burned like all of my four fingers here. <laughs> yeah, I missed the whole summer league basketball again. Again, again, things that Generation Z it, <laughs> it, it, it won't compute. It won't. It won't compute. Dude, they have you know how they have Roombas for houses. They have Roombas for 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 houses or for uh, lawnmowers now. You yeah. Know what this, you know what this reminds me of? This, like, everything, like, this quarantine. I was telling my wife the other day. See how we're, we're talking on, on, on the screen right now? We've got, like, four of us up here. Yeah. Like, all the futuristic movies from, like, the 80s. Like, yeah. the Back Demolition the Man and, like, Back to the Future and shit. Like, when he, when he talked to his boss when he got fired by his boss. It was over a fucking FaceTime. Like, and we thought that that shit was, like next level futuristic shit man and like here we are we've had we've had this technology for how long now at least 12 years facetime right but not not just on our phone but on the computer and we took it for granted we we were we were we were afraid to get in front of a camera because we were afraid of what people were going to think of us you know what I mean? It, it, I, this shit is going to change a lot of things when we finally, like, in two years, right, John? When this thing is all done in two years and we, we come, finally come out of our houses. Okay, listen. If, if it doesn't last, if it doesn't last six, eight more months, fine. But you're exactly right. That whole point, Matt. 
It's going no, to change, gonna change everything. It's going to change everything. You're exactly right. Think, like, about, think about Instagram before or social media before this before this pandemic, right? Mm-hmm. Every photo that you saw, almost every photo, right? We had some wackadoos out there. You know who you are. You know who you are. <laughs> you had some wackadoos out there that would just blast everything on social media. But for the most point, people thought about what they posted, right? They had to get the angle right. Their their fucking hips out. Their fucking jaw down. Their nose protruded and they, everything, you know. And their bags and everything in the background had to be like picture perfect, living their best life. And now. Like there's no escape in that now. Like, you gotta in order to communicate with people, it's they're seeing the real you. There's no, you know, and it's it, it gets, it's gonna get to a point where it's just it's gonna be too tiresome to make everything that perfect. So I think when we come out of this, we're gonna come out more humbled and more just like whatever about certain shit like that. It's just not gonna matter. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I I don't have that much faith in our in humanity because like. If people would understand the idea of just staying home and, and they just did it, like this would this this maybe get cut this the time that we're stuck in our houses could be cut in half. But people are still out just thinking it's like like another flu virus. You know what I mean? Like probably, but I'd like to think that like the reason why we're still seeing spikes, and this is just me being optimistic, is because like China, that shit was out there for so long that they didn't even know until it was too late. So now we're finally getting a lot of tests that people can finally go and get tested and they're getting tested and, and not even knowing that they had it, but they may have had it for like, you know, two weeks, you know what I mean? And all the while in those two weeks, they're spreading it to people. So I get where you're coming from, John. I just, and, and you're right. You're a thousand percent right. Like, you know, it's what's interesting to me, and this is going to be a bad, like, kind of juxtaposition, but, like, after 9-11, you know, I'm trying to think of, like, what was, like, the scariest thing coming out of 9-11 was, like, man, you were scared when, like, you went into an airplane or, or you were scared when you went into, like, a place after all the these shootings were happening. Like, now, like, if you're in a fucking supermarket or a restaurant and somebody sneezes, it's going to be like, whoa, 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 you just sneezed, man, like. Uh, check please, check please. This guy sneezed over here. Check please. You know what I mean? Like it'll probably be weird like that for like a month or two, but I think that that'll 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 kind of wear off after a while. I think. I don't know. But I do find it I do find it interesting that the media is now taking to like statistics like nine eleven and the Holocaust, and they're comparing the death ratios of like coronavirus to that as kind of like a scare tactic for people like you said jerk offs that aren't staying home to like is this like one of their ditch efforts to like get through to people like hey asshole like the death the death is like at holocaust proportion What did he do? No, it's her. You see what she said? Came out and said, "No, it's like South Dakota. South Dakota is not New York City. Meaning, like, you know, whatever. You know, it sucks. You know, basically, it's like 
oh, it sucks to be New York City, but we're South Dakota, and you know you can't tell us it's against our our um, our, our our rights as American citizens to to really tell people to stay in and and stuff like that. It's like, all right, bitch, like what what, what you know? It's people like you that are you know are sending that message out, and to your point, John, and and telling people and kind of like giving them their the power to be like yeah you know what she's right it's against my right i'm gonna go out regardless fuck it you know what we don't have that many deaths in south dakota then fuck it well guess what it's it's the exact type of thinking that eventually it will it will spread to south dakota and then then what well arizona's got that same problem right now they're doing the same thing they're like they're not shutting shit down they're like Oh no, it's fine. You're it, you're you're impinging on you're you're infringing on on my liberties. Right. And then, so, and then to talk about shitheads, uh, two weeks ago, seventy kids from UT, out of out in Austin, chartered a flight to um, Mexico to Cabo for spring break. Oh, two good. Keep ago. keep them there. Well, they should they shouldn't be allowed back in. They already they already got back in, and twenty eight of them already have it. Yeah, well, I, so seventy uh, went, and probably God knows how many people they infected along the way. Exactly. So you I know mean, what? I understand why, like politics, and I, I, I understand all that stuff, and I, and I get it's like a dirty, evil thing, but man, like sometimes it's better to be safe than sorry. And I know, like, at some point when someone was like, "Oh shit, this is going to come over here," it's inevitable. Just locked it down, man. She just locked it all down. And you know what? People would have hemmed and hauled, and it would have been a huge thing. And they would have said, like, you know, our president is a jerk off, this, that, and the other thing. And it's like, guys, like, you know, there's a reason why you have to take your shoes off now getting on an airplane. Like, let's just deal with it. It, it is what it is. It's an inconvenience. But you know what? We all still deal with the travel. So, like, let's pop yeah. up and shut up. And it'd be if we had done that, we'd almost be done it by now. Yeah, I mean, well, here's 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 a retort to that. I mean, we deal with so much shit like this all the time. I mean, with SARS, the H1N1. I mean, that those numbers are gonna. (laughs) What this is, that didn't shut anything down. I mean, it's. I mean, it's. I think it's. I mean, it's like everything else. I mean, we closed down the 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 travel from China pretty quickly. That really helped the initial spread. Um, you no, know, I'm, I'm sure more could have been done, obviously, you know, and I inspect in retrospect and everything else, but it, it, it's one of those things where I feel like it's, I mean, we're still like, you know, society can't control everything. There's still just, you know, human nature to an extent. Nature taking its course, right, Bill? Yeah, like, and so it's, you try to be prepared the best you can, but you try to also like, you know, like I said, just kind of steer the ship the best way you can so you don't hit an ice or a glacier. And we're, you know, I mean, we're. This could become a glacier hit if it doesn't, it doesn't get handled properly. And so I do agree that it's like it's the time to really get on board. But it's, uh, I think it's like everything else. I think we're seeing the reality. It's like governments can say to do things, but what's their really power? The only power government has is using their army to do something. <laughs> so it's just like and we might get suggestions that. and do this and try to put fear into people and you know, lean on state and local governments to do more. But at the end of the day, it's still just people saying words and, you know, it's everybody just has to do their part and do what they think is best. And I think, unfortunately, 
you know, maybe 30, 40 years ago would have been a lot. You would have seen a lot more people on lockdown, like a lot, maybe more companies that are shut down quicker. And the way we, the world, you know, the world we live in now is just like, to some people, it's like natural selection. Like I, you know, being in my world, it's some guys aren't stopping going like working every day because in their mind, it's like, oh, I, I got to go work to get paid. I cannot work. And it's crazy. I mean, uh, so it's like, I don't know. I just feel like, you know, some people feel that, you know, the pressures of, of just surviving day to day doesn't let them, I guess, be more humane, I guess. It's a, it, it gets really into like social and humanity, like things like it gets really deep and I don't want to get into like really deep stuff, but like people understanding money and, and putting money away for things that happen like this. And, you know, you never think you need that rainy day pandemic pandemic money under the mattress, but you know, now's a, a good time for people to realize that that's, you know, stuff to have, you know what I mean? It's it, you don't think about it until you need it. You know what I mean? Like, no, I mean, just shit like that is, you know, people are, are sitting home just waiting for this this check to come in the mail. And like, and I, that's, like, and I, that's I, why, like, and that's why all of us on the on on this podcast thank our lucky stars because we're very fortunate to still be working. Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, you know, if you want a job, go get a delivery driver job. <laughs> They're hey, out there. <laughs> if you want a job, Forfeit Podcast is hiring. You can hit us up, forfeitpod at gmail.com or on the interwebs, and uh, we'll gladly yeah, take a look at your resume. Now, so I don't know how much we'll pay you. We'll pay you in, in, in golden nugget wings and and Paps Blue Ribbon. And if you can fix lawnmowers, you've got to step ahead of anybody else. Oh, yeah, you're getting promoted. It's fast track to promotion right there. That's what we need. We need, like, an, an intern that we can just call and just – have like an intern segment. Oh, Jesus. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be amazing. What? What? Nothing. I just saw my friend. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. I was like scarred for life from that. Like, I'm just like, I'm a, I'm a different person. It's are saying things like that. Hey, everyone, everyone's going to come out of this a little bit different in, in, in different ways, right? So... Amen Everyone that. just needs to stay safe, like you said, John. Stay the fuck away. Need to take part of looking in the mirror for some social responsibility, even through texting, maybe, without warming people's minds. Listen, yeah. I haven't left my goddamn house. All right, Bill? The three you really you have. Stay home. <laughs> so, you know, Bill, you brought up an interesting point uh, in your, in your uh, retort earlier about steering the ship. And being, you know, safer than sorry. Um, it kind of reminds me of what the Eagles might be doing right now as they prepare for the upcoming NFL draft and navigating through uh, free agency, right? I mean, there have been a lot of rumors, trade rumors, uh, hearsay, this and that, that they've been interested in numerous wide receivers. Um, and also just, uh, you know, uh, touch and go on who they're going to pick in the first round and, and who's the safe bet. And, um, you know, I think a lot of teams are dealing with that right now in terms of like not having uh, to be able to do physicals on guys, both free agency and before the drafts and stuff. So it's like, what is the safe move for teams and what, you know, what, what should they just, you know, no matter what, no matter how sure the deal sounds it, you know, they, they might, 
be sorry making that move. You know, I mean, you look at uh, an example, you look at Cam Newton. You know, Cam Newton, without a doubt, you know, um, personal opinions aside about how, you know, how you might feel about him and his character, I think he's proven that he's he's been a warrior on the football field. But, you know, I mean, father time and injuries catch up to everyone. So it's like, you know, he could rehab all he wants, but without that physical, you know, I, I, I can see teams, you know, uh, you know, kind of be cautious about pulling the trigger, even just signing him as a, as a, as a backup level and a starter right now, you're going to want to work them out. You're going to want to get, you know, have, you know, get, get close up on them, evaluate them, um, have some physicals done. And, you know, that's, that's not possible right now. So um, I think that's why you see like the Cam Newtons, the Jameis Winstons, the Jadavian Clownies, the Jason Peters of the world, you know, still without teams right now, where without this pandemic, you know, I think the draft landscape and the free agency landscape for the league, not just the Eagles, would be a lot different right now. Yeah, I mean, yes, and yeah, I mean, I, I you know, I, I agree. The pandemic slowed things down. I think with some certain players like a Peters, maybe a Clowney, some teams I think now realize, you know, there's no need. Kind of wait until after the draft to see maybe what they can get because players fall. You get a guy you don't think you're going to get. So, you know, that could fill a need. So, you know, it's, you know, but it's a gamble, though, if you wait three more weeks, obviously. So, you know, I agree. I think every player kind of holds its, you know, own, you know, I guess, weight, so to speak. But what I want to prepare you guys for, and this is my hot take, that alert, alert, alert. but I'm saying this now. We're gonna to have to face Tua for the next ten years because he's going to the Redskins. You're you're totally that. You can say whatever you want about Chase Young. Not traded for Kyle Allen to be his backup. Gave him a fifth round pick to the Panthers. He's gonna trade Haskins. He doesn't want Haskins. He then draft Haskins. He's a new coach. They're gonna say, "Go take your quarterback," and it's gonna to be Tua, and he's gonna terrorize us for years. Not so happen. just get ready for it. It's a full take as usual. If you're the Redskins, though, why wouldn't you take the quarterback? So why don't you take Tua? If Tua, is healthy, if Tua is healthy, he'd be number one pick. Like, I, I would probably rather have Tua. Well, if then, the Redskins are sitting then there. Argue, then argue Tua. that the Saint, the Cincinnati Bengals should take Tua over Joe Burrow, then. Argue that. I have an argument. If he's healthy, I think the Bengals really got to sit down. And they're, and they're screwed because of how everything is. And this goes back to them being, like, really screwed. Man, like... I mean, Bo, I mean, Burroughs crushed it this year. I mean, you know, he looked great. And I'd be okay. I mean, they're kind of a, a 1A, 1B to, to a lot of people. Um, I, I, you know, I think Bengals got to look, look at Tua. But I, I don't see how if you're the Redskins, like you're not going to win this year with how the Eagles and Cowboys are built. So why not get your quarterback now and let him get a year? And then you got Kyle Allen to be there to kind of be a gap guy to start. And then when Tua's ready, if it's this year or next, whatever – but I don't see how you don't think they're not going to take two if he's sitting there. Well, I mean, well, I know Chase well, Jones is a player. Well, they're not going to take two. Number two, okay. why would you go out and grab a quarterback in the draft when the best player in the draft is going to be there too for you? And number three, you, you, don't, you, you, know, you don't have a starting quarterback. That's why. What do you mean? Jameis Winston's a starting quarterback. Cam Newton's, Matt just said, there's three, four guys out there right now. Roger Vera had Cam for nine years and doesn't want him. 
He doesn't want him on that team. I'm just saying, my point about that, Bill, is there's there are starting quarterbacks out there in free agency that are still available. There's no need to go take your number two pick and, and take a flyer on a guy who I'll sit here and argue to I'm blue in the face about Alabama quarterbacks because no one here can defend them because there hasn't been a good Alabama quarterback come, coming out of Alabama and played well in the NFL since no one. So don't we can't argue that point. Yes, he's a great college quarterback. Fine, great, wonderful. But I got news for you. Like, there's no track record of Alabama quarterbacks being great. And, again, going back to number one, Chase Young is the best player in this draft. He, might, he probably is the best overall player, but Tua can be a starter for 10, 12 years. Nobody you sign or have, Haskins is not going to be the guy. He doesn't. He has flashes. He's not going to succeed in Washington. He, he, he has to go. He's gone. Allen is a backup. They before. Hey, John, hey, just for the record, real quick, Jameis Winston is not a starting quarterback anymore. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right now, Cam Newton is the only starting quarterback out there available right now. I, I, I don't agree with that. James can be a starter, but I think his issue, they said and multiple GMs have said it, that until they can talk to Jameis face-to-face, they don't want him in their – like, they don't trust him. Like, they want to see – immaturity is his big thing, and that's – I mean, you don't – Interceptions, get interceptions and turnovers is his big – other big thing, too. I mean, you know, that's part of what it is, is, is being immature to not understand, like, when you're told to, you know, be, have ball protection and you still take chances. It's like, and, um, but I, I digress with that point. Point being, it's they took him number one, just paid him 20-some million dollars on the fifth-year option. If they don't put all that resource and energy into him, held him, held him through another coaching change, and then and then just, just let him walk. Like, they clearly really he was still care. If John. Brady didn't go to Tampa Bay, Jameis would have been back. Penn State, Alabama has put made two good pro quarterbacks. So good too. And, huh? and, and how and were they in the last uh, ten years? Fifteen. You well, said they haven't produced any. I'm just saying well, they produced. I mean, was like, one. Well, I was a that, uh, star uh, is the only one. Joe Namath and Ken Stabler. Ken Stabler, sorry. The snake, baby. The snake. Okay. Kenny Staves, I, I don't Long think that's the Staves. I, I don't like that argument personally that a particular college you go to doesn't produce. I mean, yes, it's not the number two pick in the draft, but who, who would have thought Brian Westbrook out of Villanova would be a good running back? When, when does Villanova produce running backs ever? They're the first for everything. And I'm not, I mean, it wouldn't be the first two quarterback, but all I'm saying is the Redskins don't have a quarterback. And if Tua is healthy sitting there, I don't know, or, or or maybe they trade back to the Dolphins. I don't see how Tua goes past two in a quarterback league when there's still a handful of teams, including the Redskins, that could have a franchise quarterback sitting on their lap. I mean, I'm looking at a I'm looking at a fairly recent mock draft, and Tua is going to the Redskins. I would, I'm with Bill. I would be shocked if he doesn't go there. I know, I know you would, Jesse, because you you're roll tied all the way. I I, 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 I mean it's. It's not going to really get talked about because he was injured, and I think that was just so whatever. But, I mean, if he really is healthy and can maybe do an, like, like a personal or something, I can do, do a physical for the – I'm sure there's – you know, that's probably, I would think, in the works in some way. I mean, if Tom Brady can do it, why can't a draft pick do it? I mean, you know, but I don't know. I'm just like, – I was just watching his highlight reel, and it's just, man, if he's sitting there and you, and you don't have a quarterback, watch the – you know, this kid haven't had a quarterback probably since Mark Rippon. Like, yeah. I mean, and you got a guy like Tua sitting oh, there. They had RG three, one year. 
literally one year. Here, they had it. He was a couple of years. He got hurt. He got hurt, and then he, then he got cut to his third year there. After his third it's year, it's a shame what happened. It's a shame what happened. You know, I like Robert Griffin. I, I I liked him. He was a little cocky, but you know I didn't mind the swag because he backed yeah, it up. He had that swag though, and it was but it was a humble type of swag. No, I didn't mind. him. I rooted for him. You know, because it was him and Andrew Luck was the you know was the second coming, yeah. and then three yeah. was kind of the crap left over. Kind of how it's. I mean, they aren't calling you know to a crap, but everything is like Burrow slam dunk number one, and it's like, yeah, he he played amazing last year, and I'd be okay with him if I was a Bengals fan. All I'm saying is, I watched Tua play a lot, and my and over the last couple of years, and he is a bona fide NFL quarterback. That, that's my whole thing. If if you're if you just said you're a Cincinnati Bengal, I'd be I'd be happy of Joe Burrow. You're like, oh my god, if number two two is there, we should go get Tua. No, you should. If you're a Cincinnati Bengal fan, you want Tua. I, I, I said earlier that's a one A one B. It's man, it's what do you want? I mean, John, Tua, Tua arguably throws. Tua could argue, could be the best deep ball thrower coming out of the draft in like years. He just had act like that's his and, game. And let's be real, Joe Burrow last year was a joke. Huh. What, you, what, makes, what makes him be a joke? Uh, the way he played, he was uh, a mediocre quarterback. Trophy winner. A national championship? No, he's saying the year before. He was the year before. I didn't that. say this year, dumb dumb. I said last year. <laughs> Personal attacks. Personal attacks. If if you're if you're not gonna listen, you're gonna get called out. <laughs> the shoe fits. Whatever. I mean, John, the shoe fits. It, it's just like if I said next year. Okay. Next year. This season, he had one of the best statistical seasons of any college quarterback. Last year, he was average. The year before that, he was a transfer. Like, so to to act like he's the second coming of Christ after one season is a little short-sighted. At least you have a guy like Tua who played really strong for two seasons. Yeah, no, I mean. Wait, wait. Does Tua sniff the field if Jalen Hurts gets hurt? (laughs) Jalen Hurts did get hurt. He was benched. Uh, That depends. I mean, he, he clearly beat him out. I mean, that. That's another thing. He beat him out, and to where he got benched in the game when he wasn't hurt in the championship game, he gets benched for the guy. I mean, I like Jalen Hurts. He's actually Hurts now. They're saying going to be definitely an early round two pick. Now they're thinking, you know, he went from third, fourth round to, you know, he's kind of creeping up in that second, third tier quarterbacks. But I mean, I mean, Tua has risk. He's he's a smaller guy, obviously. So it's it's it, it, it's being able to avoid the hits. But I don't know, man. Like I said, I don't think the Redskins have really had a, a franchise guy. I mean, they RG3 could have been if he didn't get hurt, uh, but he did. They had one year with him that he made the playoffs and was healthy. I I really think we're gonna be we're, we're gonna be facing Tua at the link for a long time to come. And John is okay with. I mean, it, it could be you know maybe he's a crumb bum, but man, if they get with McLaurin on that outside, he's just gonna throw deep bombs all day. He's gonna yeah, bomb. and. And like Bill said, Tua's deep ball is ridiculous. I mean, that's his thing. Like, if they can protect him, you know. But, I mean, the Skins know that this year they're not doing anything. They got no – I mean, they they need to read, uh, do the, their O-line because Trent Williams is leaving. Peterson's older. Guys can't stay healthy. They got they cut Jordan Reed, so they got to get a tight end, too. I mean, they know that this year is rebuilding, but that's why I think you get a Tua. You put Kyle Allen in there to start, you know, take his lumps – and if he plays really good, then you trade him for picks, whatever, Allen. And then you give two yeah. of the keys to the castle. 
you know, end of the year, next year. Bill, Tua but, uh, threw for all damn near 4,000 yards in 2018. He's good. With 43 touchdowns. Like, that dude is legit. Yeah, I, I think he's going to be – I think the NFC East is going to have – and Daniel Jones proves to be like, a, you know, these, like we're going to have four really good quarterbacks in this conference. Carson should be the best, though. He should be the helm of the pack. If if we get lucky, the Redskins do pull a skins and don't draft him, and he goes to Miami. Yeah, I mean, John, believe me, I don't want them to take him. I hope they take Chase Young. I mean, he'll terrorize Carson for a while. But hopefully Lane, I mean, well, that's the other thing. If we're going to put Lane to left tackle or is he going to stay at right? Like, is, is that his thing now, I guess? But whoever's playing left tackle, they got Chase Young. Look out, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I've, I've seen enough of um, Dillard at right tackle. So Can I ask a question? Sure. If Tua, if Tua wasn't and, and if Tua is still hurt or was still hurt, would you be saying the same thing right now? No, you can't because you can't. So like, why are you gonna why are you gonna spend all the money on a dinged up car? Well, when, they're saying he's hundred percent. They're saying now yeah, that he's yeah, and I think the sky's purple. That's what I'm saying. That's what, if, <laughs> what I said earlier. Is if they can arrange, I'm sure the proper physicals. I mean, like I said, Tom Brady can get one, a third party. I don't see why they can't arrange. You're comparing, can't arrange you're comparing that. the pineapples again. Tom Brady and and Tua are not even close to. Home. I'm not saying the same player. I'm just saying in theory that if. Well, a free agent can get a third party. I don't see why a draft pick can't get a third party physical. Like I, they, I, I don't see why they. I mean, I'm sure they have to pay for it themselves. You don't. You really don't think as a gen, if you were a general manager, you wouldn't rather and a new head coach, right? And going out and making some of the moves that that the Redskins have already made, you would go out and go go get a monster on the defensive end of the ball, defensive side of the ball. And you could go get a a holdover like a Joe Flacco, or I, I know Cam that he probably won't get Cam, but get somebody like that for a, a cheap deal. You wouldn't do that over taking value of on the defensive side of the ball over a basically a, a lottery ticket on the quarterback. I mean, in, I mean, so, when you're a roster, yes, there was a lot of question marks. From health. In, in theory, yes. I mean, taking the best player is always the safest thing, and maybe that's what they're going to do. Maybe they think he's a he's a J.J. Watt and Alden Smith, pre-Alden Smith, who actually is a Cowboy now again, obviously. We heard that today. Um, you know, Chase Young is that – could be that 10 to 15 sacks a season kind of guy, which is – but they've already spent a lot of money on their D-line, which, again, another Ed, Red Rusher is always valuable. But, I mean, long-term, I'm looking at next year's free agent quarterbacks – are they going to get any of these guys? Patrick Mahomes, he's not going anywhere. Deshaun Watson, he, the Texans won't let him walk. Dak Prescott, maybe. I guess they can go for Dak if he doesn't sign a deal. Andy Dalton, yeah. Mitch Trubisky. Like, so my point is, it's well, who's going to be your quarterback of the future? It's not going to be Haskins. He's he's still many years away, and he's not Rivera's guy. Like Rivera had camp. Being you know, let's just be real. Rivera had. 10 good years, but if you notice whenever Cam got hurt, they didn't make the playoffs. Like, he went as Cam went. So, and again, I mean, it's not a knock on Rivera. I mean, it's smart having a good stud quarterback, but he was the number one pick. And I feel like with the new coach, number two pick, it, it, I mean, if you know, again, it's just rolling the dice, but it's Daniel Snyder. It's 
he needs to sell tickets too, dude. I mean, that, that's a factor too. He's going to sell you tickets too. You know, think, think of the jerseys he'll sell. And if he's healthy, like I said. And it's also been proven in the NFL. What does every good coach need to make them great? Quarterback. That's what I'm saying. Like, and there's nobody. That, it's not like you can say, okay, next year there's five guys that can really get. Like, I mean, you want Andy Dalton? You want Phillip Rivers at age 39 next year? Trubisky, like, like, who are you going to get in the next year or two? So it's like. Unless, unless they're expecting to be god-awful again this year. And go, and go for Lawrence. You're right. No, I mean, that's Lawrence. another thing, too. That's very possible, too. You know, they could be, a, you know, because basically, I think, you're, you know, unless anything changes, you're going to have, have to be number one pick to get Lawrence. I mean, unless he just shits to bed. Why, why can't you, you know, if I'm GM, why don't I go and I take Chase Young? Man, I got the best defensive player in draft. Wait till round two and get a guy like Jalen Hurts if you like. They do that. Go get a guy like uh, with a Jordan Love kid, like on, in the second round. There you go. Then you, you kill two they could kill two They could do that. They could trade back into the first round into the twenties with somebody. Yeah, uh, Jordan Love's going right now. I'm seeing uh, he's going right before the Eagles pick. So he's in like the teens and twenties, but. I mean, they could, maybe, you know, maybe they're going to play. Say, maybe Rivera is like a Jacksonville. Chase Young, Young, you know, is shit is meaner than a dog shit in tax. That's what I want on my D line. Great, but I also can 100% see the mentality is if two was healthy, why I don't know how you pass on the guy when he was the hands down number one pick in the draft all up last year up until probably about week five to six when Burroughs got really hot. And who did Burrow beat on the road? Was was it Alabama, Jesse? That they? I'm, I'm not being a smart ass. Was it? Because he had a big game on the road somewhere, and that like yeah, I think that it was. Um, I think they beat him. It was either Alabama or like Florida. He had like a big road game, and he came back in like a huge fourth quarter of that game in spotlight. But for the last like previous twelve months, Tua was like, you know, winless for Tua, kind of, kind of thing. So, but injuries, but you know, we always say it the best. Availability is availability, so it's you know. That scares me about Tua. I and you're right. Maybe 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 the fear is, you know, too much for the Redskins. But I also just kind of see like they're they're in a division that has Carson Wentz, a top seven quarterback with the ability to be a top five quarterback easily next year. They got Dak Prescott. He's probably in that top ten range, give or take. And he got Daniel Jones, who's an up and coming. He looked pretty good last year to me. Like he's still verdicts out. He could whatever. So I think, and what I'm saying, point for Vera is he's like, I got three. I'm in a division with three teams that have quarterbacks that are going to score a lot of points. I need, I need a gunslinger back there. And you're going to, are you, are, you're going to roll out there. And, and that's my thing. It's like, if two was sitting there, I, 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 I don't know how you just aren't like, fuck, I pass on that guy. And then you just watch him crush it for like the Dolphins or the Chargers, or maybe not, or he can't he can't get healthy and whatever. But I just kind of thought about it a lot today, and I was just like, man, how the hell do the Redskins pass on Tua if he's healthy? Like I I I just don't see it. They, well, they that's done years ago in RG three, and look how that worked. Well, well they traded up for him. I mean, they they gave away the farm to get him. Tua just we would just be sitting there. Yeah, ju- yeah. Tua is just like sitting, like basically, the, like I mean, looking for a home. Up. Redskins, if they want them or not, basically. They yeah. don't want to be the Browns and pass on Carson. On, on Carson. <laughs> and Deshaun, I mean, you know, they were linked to Deshaun pretty heavily. Watson. Mm-hmm. That was Carson. And then and then and who did they take? Right. You know, I mean, they got Baker, who I think 
we we sat here and argued about Mariota and Winston too, and look how those turned out. So again, it, again, when I talk about the draft, it's always a lottery ticket. It could be a winner or could lo- be a loser. So now let's, let's hope that, that, so that Tua. Let's, let's hope that the Skins pick Tua and 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 he doesn't pan out for the Eagles' sake, right? No, I mean it's it's you know that's part of the risk. It's you know I I think that's. But I think as a GM and a head coaching staff, you want to put the best players you can to, to win. And the reality is, is you need a quarterback to win because they don't have a dynamic game. I mean, I mean, the Redskins, I mean, I'm looking at their wide receiving core now. And I mean, they need everything. But I mean, what what's harder to get out of ever, all all of that is is that that franchise quarterback. You need yeah. that. You need that kingpin, man. Because, I mean, you know what? You know what happens here. if they're. You know, what happens if they win four or five games this year and there's three teams that win one or two games, like, and they're the fifth pick next year? Like I said, it's, it's, it's a crapshoot. Like you said, maybe they like Jalen Hurd or Jordan and Love more, so they're going to hold back. But, man, oh, man, if I'm the Redskins GM, and it's his first year there too. So it's like everybody's going to want to put their, their mark on this. And I don't know, man. I think I'd be okay planting my flag with Tua. If he, if he fails, then all right. I, I lost with one of the best young quarterbacks I could have put out there. So do what you will, Daniel Schneider. Schneider. I think, part, I think I think part of being a GM is yeah, knowing the game, yeah, doing your homework, your research, and being a student of the game. But what's the what's the intangible? Is is having a set of balls sometimes. And I think I mean, that, like I think you need I need you you're need, in it to win it. You're in it to win it. And you need to you roll the to- dice sometimes. You need, you need a set of balls and a little bit of luck to go your way. And, and you talk to any GM in any professional sports, I, I, I'd, I'd put money on it that they would agree with that. You need a little bit of luck and a lot of balls sometimes. And so, I mean. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 for Eagles, for my personal fandom's sake, I hope the guy's not there because I think he's he could be one of those guys that just is really good, just really a good quarterback. I, I don't understand that argument though. Like I would be much more worried about a a monster defensive defensive end player like Chase Young over a guy like Tua because we have like, two first round picks on our edge, so I got to put faith in that. I got Dillard and I got Lane Johnson anchoring my line. Two first round picks. Do your job. Just traded for he just traded for a top five corner. So like we're building a defense. We're building a defense. Yeah, that's what I think every team wants to do. No, and they I, do. But at the same time, I it, it's it's I, I I think they're looking at. I mean, I think every team's in a win now mode. But the skins are so probably they know they're two to three years away, and that's what I think they're. And I'm, I'm sure they're looking at quarterbacks that won't be out the draft for two more years that we don't talk about. But I just feel that the more I hear about Tua, and again, I'm sure there's a lot of, you know, a lot of this is that is out of Tua's camp, his agent, to get him hyped. I'm not, pardon me, I'm not ignorant to that. But at the same time, I mean, everything I'm seeing is I'm saying he's 100% healthy, he's 100% healthy. Like, if that's the case, like, I don't know how you pass on the guy when you, when you need a quarterback is all, like, and all I'm saying, if he's that healthy and there's so much hype, then he should be the number one pick, right? I think. I mean, they're, the Bengals are smart. They got to look at that, you know, especially kind of with the whole Burrow thing. Like, does he want to be there long term? Like, does he committed? You know, because 
it, it, you know, if he's like, hey, you can draft me, but I'll play, but I'm not going to be here long term. Like, you don't know. I mean, if I, like I said, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't blame the Bengals if they took Tua. I'm like, all right, they're rolling the dice. This kid was a beast. They got AJ Green. They got John Ross. They got Tyler Boyd. They got. They could just bomb it too. That's what I'm saying, dude. They got the weapons that fit Tua. They got Bill Glazer's the head coach, who likes to do the running gun. Comes from college. He, he, like I said, dude, I I know Burroughs is probably the slam dunk, and he's you know he's a damn good quarterback. But man, oh man, if Eagles were I, just put it this way, if the Eagles had the number one pick in this draft, huh? Not happening. It's, just, I, I'm just saying in theory, like, if we needed a quarterback, if we didn't have Carson, and we had the number one pick, and we needed a quarterback, like, we had a journeyman guy, you know, we had Joe Flack, you know, we had a backup and a guy that we don't really believe in as a young guy, like the Redskins have. Man, oh, man, I might be pumped for Tua, dude, on this team. I don't know. Baskin uh, Robbins has 37 different flavors of ice cream, I guess, though. They do. They do. That's why I did. And, they, and a lot of them taste good. You know, Burroughs and him could both become beasts. Kind of, you know, how, how people thought Goff and Carson kind of both had were successful. Now I think Goff kind of hit a wall. Carson, I think, hasn't hit that wall. His only wall is the injury bug. But, like, play-wise, he's, he's light. I feel light years ahead of Goff. I mean, it's not even a question. But at the time, for a while, people thought, you know, because this whole Super Bowl thing, that Goff was a good pick. Which... You know, we'll see, but I don't, you know, I just think, yeah, that, that was my, that was my thing. I think Tua could be a thorn in our ass, but I hope not. But we're going to find out April 23rd from Roger Goodell's basement when he makes <laughs> Honey, where are the wings at? You know, I wanted hot and honey. These are teriyaki. Oh, I'm up. Oh, I'm up. Oh, okay. With the 37th pick. John. Wiping his face off. It's up. Since you were talking corners a minute ago. I believe in me. Yeah. And I'll bet on me. Uh, in, since 2017, Darius Slay has the third lowest completion percentage in the league since 2017. He's good. He's very good. Yep. He's, he's literally who's your he's best gonna make, He's going to make offensive coordinators think a little extra hard on Sunday and, against the Eagles. And for as much as some of us have the Howie Roseman hate, you know what? We'll see how this works out. You know, sometimes taking a free agent corner who, or a trade for a corner who's top five in the league might have been a better move than drafting somebody four years ago and we just hope it doesn't pan out to be another nomdi. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And I think I, I think he's got enough, enough stats to back it up, but we'll, we'll see. Listen, I, I have full trust in Jim Schwartz from a defensive perspective. 100%. Gonna have a and the fact that Slay yeah. came from his camp. He is, he's Jim Schwartz's guy. I'm personally, I'm kind of switching gears with the Eagles to where I would gladly take Justin Jefferson if he's there. I think there's a chance he might not be there, depending on you know how things run out. I think he is the fourth best receiver, but a lot of teams need receivers, um, and he's in that tier one group that everyone's putting him in. The more I look at it, if we were to get a Patrick Queen or that guy Murray from Oklahoma, whatever linebacker Jim Schwartz wanted the most mm-hmm. at 21, man, I, I I really like our D line. I really like. I mean, Slay's literally Slay's good the cornerback. 
Who's your best receiver? I guard him every snap. Like, yeah. that's what we have. And finally, in a cornerback, that's just like, thank you. This blanket, you know, the best player. Like, yeah, he's going to make, he's going to make, he's going to make, you know, quarterbacks think twice before. He's going to hopefully do what the Revis affected a little bit. Take away that side of the field because it's like, why look that way? Because he's, because he's covered. So now right. that's your defense kind of play less of the field. But I'd be okay taking, you know, a safety or a linebacker, perfect, whoever we think is worth it, and then getting a receiver around too. Because there's a couple guys that I've been reading about that I really like, and um, in round two that you know yeah. I mean, it could not be there. But I still think Harry can make a move to get like a veteran guy. Like you know, Matt texted him a couple of days ago, but I really like Kenny Galladay a lot. Yeah. I like him a lot. I think he's a, he's like a little faster of an Alshon Jeffrey kind of guy. Just throw it up. He's got arms like a condor. He <laughs> runs all the routes. He just kind of, I think, his, they're not going to read on him. Is During the game, he kind of gets lost a little bit if he doesn't get targets. But, but, you know, I think that's probably true for a lot of guys, unfortunately. But I don't know. I think this team, I know we're not 100% ready to go, but if we get make the right picks in this draft, I think this team is, is is really you know should win the win the East handily. Like I don't think it should come down to the week sixteen, week seventeen with this team. Like, well, no, I'm not trying to extra spot. locked up. But well, no, not this year, not to twenty one. We only sixteen uh, games. Um, if we, I, I, I would take a step back this year personally. I think their defense isn't going to be what it used to be. I think losing Byron Jones, their their O line. I mean, losing losing their center, dude, Fredericks. That's fucking huge. Yeah. Huge. Like, like that's... I'm spending some money, though. What's and that? They're spending some money, though. You realize between Dak, uh, Zeke, and Cooper, if they, if they did a reverse halfback toss, it's like a $73 million pass. Like, <laughs> what teams win with that? Seriously. Well, what teams not just that. Dak isn't happy, and he's been saying that he's not going to show to camp. On 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 the tag and McCarthy, you know, as a turd bag, he's gonna be like, "It's my way or the highway" kind of yep. guy. Like, you know, he's the fucking jerk off. So it's like, you know, dude, I, I that's what I'm saying. Like, that's like they're gonna putter the first month or two in the season to where, like, we need to come out and it's like step on throats. Like, uh, it, it, it are, are the schedules released yet? I think um, the out of division stuff was okay. So not like week one through sixteen, kind of like like they haven't released them them shit no, yet. No, I think it's basically you're gonna play teams X Y Z. Because I'm just curious because I know don't we have to play? Do we play the AFC West again this year? I think I saw. Which I don't understand how we play them again. I'm googling it. <laughs> the old Google machine. But um, 2020 looks like we've got. The Cardinals, the Browns, win, win. Cowboys, Packers, the, the Giants, Packers, the, um, the Rams, the Seahawks, the Ravens, the Bengals, win, the Saints, win, the Steelers, win. and the Niners. I think we're like an 11-12 win team. <laughs> of course you do. I think I, I, Carson, listen, I'm under the adage as much you know, as I like to just point out flaws. I, I accept the fact that we have a quarterback that, can, that is really one of the best in the league. 
had he had nothing to work with. We give him Deshaun back this year for at least at least play like 12, 13 games. Deshaun, like I know you're gonna miss some games, and either we draft somebody or get another you know veteran receiver or like the whole Alshon thing. But I don't know. I think with Ertz and Goddard, with Sanders, I think we're gonna get. Uh, apparently, I've been reading we we really like that running back from Florida, uh, P. Ryan, Michael P. Ryan. That we're looking at him in like rounds four through six, kind of. We think he's kind of a thumper, but can catch out of the backfield. Um, uh, I don't, I don't know. I think with the, how the NFC East is, like we should embarrass the Giants twice. I mean, they have a coach who literally was a special teams coach at New England, and now he's a head coach. Like so was so was John Harbaugh or Jim Harbaugh. John Harbaugh. Harbaugh was in the league for like fifteen fucking years, and he worked underneath Andy Reid for like that entire time. Guy worked for Belichick for like a handful of years, and and handling New York media, yeah, nothing. And that, with that defense, it's a shit show. Gettleman's on his way out. This is his last year. I read that, like they're not going to extend him, and he's all pissed off about you know, like you know, he wants an extension. That that team's going to be a hot fucking mess this year again. The skins are not going to do shit, and the Cowboys, I want to beat them twice this year. You know, maybe we don't win in Dallas, but Carson, I like to see Carson win his first game in Dallas as you know, as our starter. I want to see Carson go down there. It'll be a primetime game for sure. I guarantee it'll be a flex game. You know, they're early in the season this year too. Go down there and just fucking light up Dak and put all that shit to bed and just let him know whose division this is. Man, I'm ready for this fucking season. It's a good thing it's only nine months away. Honestly, most of our divisional games are early on. It's like Matt, that's not a schedule. It's just it's just a randomized list of the the. Teams. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I got it. I see it. <laughs> now, I was gonna say that's weird. If it, if it were if it if it landed like this, yeah, if, I see. It. If your guys in the locker room at, at the cow with the Cowboys, how's it gonna sit with in the locker room that they just signed Alden Smith and they still haven't taken care of their quarterback yet, like? Granted, Smith's only getting four million, but um, dropping the bucket to what Dak's asking for. Yes, but it's 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 one of those things. Like they're making moves now. Jerry and Ted games instead of taking care of their quarterback. It's and crazy I don't though, know they've had a it's forty million per. Like I mean, that's I mean, uh, there's no comparison. Are you saying people are in the locker room are pissed off because they're not paying it? You're 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 assuming that people are pissed off at the locker room because they're not paying the quarterback fairly once market value. I am well, I'm saying will guys in the locker room be pissed that they're doing deals like this and not taking care of the quarterback? If I don't think in that locker room they give a shit, to be honest with you. Yeah, I think guys will say it maybe to each other, but I think it's a league like anything else. Everybody wants to wants to about you know cares about number one themselves. I mean, they want to win, and I'm sure they care about Dak. He's, he seems to seem like you know like a really good guy, or like a true leader. But it's a different you know. world in Jerry's world, I'm sure. Yeah, no, I think being look a at all the look at all the bullshit that went on when they were going trying to sign uh, Zeke and get his deal worked out. Remember. It was the same stuff. Oh, he's not going to show up. He didn't show up, and then oh, and then all of a sudden, and all of a sudden, it got it got it got sorted out. It's just it's head games. It's business. Where's, where's there's, there's a reason why Jerry Jones has the the money that he has? 
Where's all this talk about Kenny Galladay and we're going to trade for him? Where's, this, where's all this Kenny Galladay talk coming from? He's on, he, he, he's on the last end of his rookie deal, and, and he hasn't gotten extended yet, so they're thinking that they're not going to bring him back potentially. So trade him now to get something out of him. Okay. He's a free agent next year. Well, I guess that's the same with um, with Yannick, but the Jaguars are insane. The report that just came out that they're expecting a first and more assets. It's just like, my dude, every team's just going to wait you out. I mean, very possibly. I mean, you know, they're probably trying to call the bluff. You know, I saw somebody, one idiot mock draft guy on any, anyone in Sports Illustrated had us doing the trade, trading our 21st pick for Yannick. I mean, he is an elite player, and, like, I could see, like, 21 for him, but nothing else. I mean, I wouldn't be that upset if Howie made that deal. If Howie uh, – love it, love it. Uh, I, I I wouldn't be, like, throwing, throwing, you know, throwing my beer across the room if Howie did that deal for Yannick. I, would, I wouldn't as long as there were no other picks involved. You guys, you guys are, like, hilarious to me because – You'll sit here and you'll be like, oh, man, the Eagle, Carson Wentz has nothing to throw to. And you, all you guys want is a, is, a, is Henry Ruggs or Justin Jefferson. I didn't think they had nothing to throw or to. Play or Jerry Judy. But, like, nah, we'll, we'll, it's fine. We'll give that 21 pick to another defensive lineman. That's fine. Although we just signed one this year and we, we have Malik Jackson coming back. It's fine. Well, we have no DNs, John. We have Brandon Graham, Barnett, we had, we had and no, Josh we had no problem last year. No problems. Frank Graham had a great season. We had shit. We, had, we, we were terrible with sacks. We had one of like the worst quarterback pressures in the league. We had oh, no pressure. We were great against the Cox coming off an injury. He wasn't healthy. We had a great run defense, and I don't got that again, but the whole point with Jim Schwartz's Y9 is pressure the quarterback, make him do dump-offs, and the safeties and linebackers clean up the plays and make tackles. But – the whole point, and my my point with Carson is, is I think Deshaun Jackson is still a top bottom of the tier, a top end receiver. He just has to be healthy. That's a that's, yeah. That's I mean, that's, the, that's, that's the biggest concern with him. Yeah, I and, mean, and hell, even Alshon is a good receiver. He's not what he was year three, four years ago. But if his foot's healthy and we can't train him for some reason, I'm gonna cheer, cheer my ass off for him because I think he can make plays, but. I just, I just think it's funny how all of a sudden you just want to give a tw- the twenty one pick to uh, you know a, a deep, another defensive lineman. I think it's funny. He's a well, I mean, DN. He's not a D lineman. He's a defensive end, and he's twenty five years old, and he's a top five pass rusher in the league. He's proven. So we got a proven guy who's done it for four years in a row over a rookie at any position that we hope that we always argue about how the Jeffs a crapshoot. If we could get a guaranteed stud, D end. Over a crapshoot, I wouldn't be art. I wouldn't be you know upset about it. I don't think Howie would because his draft picks are like fucking diamonds to him. Would you rather give it a one to the Texans for DeAndre Hopkins? Yeah, yeah, I would have done that. I would have twice a number twenty-one <laughs> pick for DeAndre Hopkins when he's twenty-seven years old. Yes, I would have fucking drove him to the airport. Yes, mm. you I, wouldn't have done that deal, John. John, he's literally he's the top three receiver. Julio and and I guess if you put maybe he's not in the league anymore. I don't know who you put above the Hopkins. I maybe Julio. That's it. And to get the second best receiver in the league, 
And I, I think you guys yeah. don't give enough credit to John, to Howie Roseman and how he how he maneuvers and contracts. Oh, but and I'm and I'm not saying how I fucked up that deal because Howie said the same deal wasn't offered to him that was offered to the to the to Cardinals. He said in that in a podcast he did a call in. He said he tried to get to Hopkins. I forwarded it to you. I actually meant to, but I didn't. He did it from his house, and he and he looks like like all weird wearing an Eagles hat. Like he 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 looks like he's twelve. Anywho, he's he's, he's like. He yeah. He does. He looks like he's like in high school still, or like. But he said uh, it. He said we tried to go after DeAndre, but the package was way more aggressive that they wanted from us than they ended up getting from Arizona. He said yes, what they got to them was a great deal, and he's like, but they wanted way more from us, basically. They so probably they probably wanted like Dillard or or like Lane Johnson or somebody. Like they wanted a, probably a, a line. They wanted Zach. No, or like I, Zach. I, or, I, I bet they wanted Ertz or or Sanders and a high pick. Yeah, they they wanted a stud, and we were just probably like, no, you can have Carson if you want, but we want Nuke. No, I'm joking. I think I would have. I think I would have done Ertz if it was just Ertz for D Hop. Well, that's our our other thing too with receivers is we pay our tight end twelve million dollars. That's that's why receiver won money, basically. Like we already have like, and we paid Deshaun ten. Yeah, like, but here's got, the thing: we throw we throw to our tight end like a one a wide receiver one. That's so. fine. You said it. Yeah. I mean, we're built for that twelve personnel kind of, and I agree with your Jesse. We need guys to space the field better, aka Deshaun. But yeah. we need somebody on the other side, whether it's Dalshon or we're a draft pick or we trace. We can't march out JJ Arthaga or Greg Ward on the outside, the opposite Deshaun. That's just. I mean, we're putting Carson at a disadvantage. It's just silly. Like he made he made do last year because he had to, but why go into a season with that? And I and I and I very doubt think I, I doubt he will. I really don't think he's going to. No, I think they'll probably draft a wide receiver in the first or second round. It's depending on what prepared for it, Jess. Everything everything I'm seeing is round two. They I actually see that they, we're gonna have to trade up in round two to get him because the Cowboys like him a lot too, and so do so do a few teams. But I wouldn't be shocked um, if we went. Uh, Non-receiver. I don't know what position in the first round, and then traded up, or or if we got him where we were taking that Hamler guy because they had their second interview with him yesterday. I, I don't want any part of that guy. He is. He has. No. Everything no, no, you're no. saying is his positives outweigh his drops and his negatives. He that's, led that's the league say. in drops. He wasn't like kind of bad at it. He was the worst at it. The worst. It's, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm not even. I, I wish I could be like Jesse and just be perfect all the time and not <laughs> and not have any drops. <laughs> no, but John, we're talking about guys like Mims had like six drops or seven drops. Hamler had fifteen. There's there's a difference between being you know perfection and not good and. He's so not good. He's going in the second dra- second round of the NFL draft. He shouldn't. <laughs> he ran a four two at the combine. That was that's great. Congratulations. No, I'm just saying that they say he can run almost all the routes. He's not just a deep ball guy, and that when he gets his ball, he's like Tyreek Hill, and when he gets the ball in his hand, like you just good luck well, catching him. Bill, the, but, the but you got to catch him first. Getting the ball in his hands. No, I agree. Well, you figure you put him and Deshaun out there, Ooh, boy. or he's probably Deshaun's replacement. Yeah, I, I, Mims is going to be there. 
And we all go, oh yeah, round one for sure. I just don't know if Howie can take a receiver in round one. And now what I'm seeing too, dude, is that Lavishka guy is like been going like mid to end of round two. Maybe we get get Lavishka in round two, maybe out of Colorado. Dude, he's falling. Early. Yeah, because they said that his com um, his combine what what he did do wasn't super impressive. But man, when you watch him, when you watch his highlights, he's like a fucking stud. It's like I think he's one of those guys. I mean, he might not, not like have good numbers like uh, that kind of shit but put the pads on he make plays kind of guy but he's hurt again it's like a you know, which is true for a round two pick i mean we got to get a, like through <laughs> our hole we need like two of our first three picks to be players who can start like week yeah. one or like you know whether it's a receiver or linebacker attack whoever like they got to be able to start like we can't keep drafting guys who don't start i'm sorry where, where we're at I wouldn't be upset if we went the the top two corner or the top two safeties are is the the kid out of Alabama okay. and the kid the kid yeah. out of LCO. Oh, I'm, I'm okay with that. If, like I said, if we went top safety, one of the top linebackers, they had. They, I did see one that we took that uh, Ed rusher from Penn State. I don't, I don't want him, no. but I would be okay with a top end linebacker safety. At that spot all day. I totally agree. Yeah, um, because you're going to see a run on. You're probably, depending on where Tua goes, you're probably going to see a run on quarterbacks at some point. Some yeah, there'll be four or five in the first round, at least four or five. You're going to see, depending on how quick Ruggs, Judy, and Lamb go off the board, then you're going to start seeing all those other wide receivers start getting grabbed. Yeah, see that, Jesse? I think you said it right there because a lot of mocks I'm seeing now have Lamb going, uh, 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 Judy going, or Judy or Lamb going to the Jets at 11, 12 Raiders, Judy or Lamb, and 13 Rugs going to the 49ers. Then I saw Jefferson going 15 to the Broncos, the team trading up to 15 with the Broncos to get Jefferson. So then, like, we're, we're out. Like, those are, like, the only real first-round receivers Hey, hey, I'm seeing, I'm oh, seeing, rugs, no. Judy, and Lamb, bing, bang, boom. And yeah. Then, and then Jefferson could still go before 21 because now there's eight spots between 13 yeah. and 21. Jefferson, where... Jefferson falls to us. But, Bill, to your point earlier, if we wanted to go linebacker, uh, Patrick Queen will be there, essentially, according Queen. to this mock. Queen I, I miss there. having a guy that's on the field for every snap, like Malcolm Jenkins, like on a yeah. linebacker end. And guy who just the, plays every fucking play. The top two safeties will be there. That's one of them mean, will like, be there. I want a guy who's going to start for us for 10 years, like at that position. Whatever fucking spot we take. We, if, it, if it's Jefferson, fine, you're here for 10 years. If it's the safety, you're here for 10 years. Like, I, I, I there's too many good players we can get at that spot. Like, and I trust how he's going to make the right decision. Um, because I'm gonna be positive with them. I just, I'm just so. God, I need this to fucking happen. I can't, I can't wait three weeks. Yeah, this is this is telling me rugs to the Jets, Judy to the Raiders, Lamb to the Broncos. Eleven, twelve, thirteen. They're just gonna be wiped off. And I mean, I mean the, Jets, the Jets have to take a wide receiver. They got nobody. Yeah, and then, and then the Raiders don't have anybody. And then you got the 49ers who let Sanders go. They only have Debo. That's it. They're going to take somebody. So the Eagles have to pretty much trade up with one of the Jets, pretty much, I guess. You know, and that goes into the whole 
um, like you know the Alshon thing, possibly with Joe Douglas, yeah. like an Alshon a lot being an Alshon guy. Trade him, you know, maybe twenty one. You give him Alshon and like a next year's first round pick. Like it'll take a lot to get that pick. I'm sure. Like it'll be multiple oh, yeah. first. You would you would have to you would have to like believe within a shadow of a doubt the guy you were drafting is is the next Julio. Do you think? And here's my question. And I would love to ask, ask Howie. I guess he probably won't do it before the draft, obviously, but after the draft, I'll get him on. I'll get him on next week, Bill. Don't worry. I'll, I'll, I'll pull some strings. Guy, or is it like Jerry Judy? Like, who is your guy? Who are the runs? Like, if you could have your guy, who's your guy that you would go get? Bill, I feel like a CD Lamb. Two two crazy stats out of those three guys. CD Lamb has in his college career has never dropped a deep ball. I, I watched him play, and he's like DeAndre Hopkins, but fast, like a little faster. And, and he then just, he, he makes a retarded, I mean, ridiculous catches that make it look easy. I mean, it's and, just like. And then Ruggs has five career drops. And I think Ruggs, 25% of his catches were touchdowns or something. Like yeah, it's quarter ridiculous. Of his I mean, he, 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 he won't have 100 catches for you in a year, but he'll have like 50 or 60 and like 15 touchdowns. So it's like. Enjoy, like rugs is that good? But yeah, like you're gonna have to give up. You'll probably have to give up to get to to get to one of those three. You probably have to give up like next year's first, and a and player maybe even a player and like another pick. Yeah, no, I think you're right. I think it's gonna take a lot, and it's just a matter of is how we feel. You know, with the remaining pick, can we fill our holes? But here, man. there's a lot of really good wide receivers in this draft there is how he has to get one of them that i mean that's that's what it is he has to hit on this on this pick if it's a first round pick if it's a second round pick it doesn't matter if it's a first round pick pick. if it's a first round pick he has to be like a no-brainer starter day one like not even a question like he's that good he's crushing it in camp whether it's jefferson you know, I still see some guys having us go taking T. Higgins, which I don't want T. Higgins. No. Yep. Oh. I see T. Higgins on oh, dude, a lot I of they, they, they like, they, We like his versatility, they say. I, I would rather have Hamler than T. Higgins. Oh, God. <laughs> but, no, I think like we need to draft starters at these positions this year. Whatever yeah, we like, take. Do, we, do we really need another slow wide receiver? No, he's fast. That's Alshon's category. Yeah, like T. Higgins is like Alshon and, and JJ. We we need a field stretcher. We need a guy if if Deshaun can't go for a half or can't go for a game that we can plug him in, and half of the playbook doesn't fucking disappear. I agree. And what if JJ like turns the turns the page this year? Well, I mean, he has to because it sure from all the shit that Howie was saying, it sure doesn't feel like that was a Howie pick. And I kind of feel like that was how he's guy. He would have like nurtured him more. Like you know, would have been like, oh, you know. I I think he put it it out there pretty bluntly. I would, I would not be if he has another bad year. I would, I would not be surprised if he's either cut or traded. I can see that because of the roster spot. Like roster spots are valuable. Like they're Mm -hmm. really valuable. You know, I mean, it, 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 and and I mean, because it's yeah, I agree. It's. I mean, it's it sucks for rookies, but it's not for long for a reason, you know. Well, but. I mean, that dude 
dude was given every opportunity. It, it's not like he was buried on the depth chart. No. Deshaun got hurt after week one. Alshon got banged up early in the season. And then, John, when did he go out? Like week six, week seven? Alshon? Yeah. yeah. Or was it later in the season? He played through it. Like, he played through it the first four or five games. Was it because he didn't play early? When did he get hurt? Was it like week seven, week eight? Well, he got oh, hurt early on, but he played through a lot. Yeah, yeah. He, but, like, the he was shut early down. On, he was hurt, and he played hurt all game. He couldn't even run. That was late. But, like, that's my point. He, he, well, uh, we didn't okay. have him in the Atlanta game. Like, we did in the beginning of the game, and then yeah, yeah then he came it, back it, for a few it weeks. Later, it was later in the season. But, like, that that's my point. Like, last year he had the perfect opportunity. The the one number one starter goes out after week one, and the other number one starter was banged up the entire year and then was lost for the last of it. He yeah. couldn't beat he couldn't beat out a, a wide receiver that was used to block. <laughs> I mean that that tells me all I need to know about the the. the You're not a big second part. chance guy, huh? Huh? You're not a big second chance guy, huh? I mean. Dude, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I hope, and I've already said, if he has a good year, I'll get his jersey and I'll shut okay, the fuck yeah, up. Oh yeah, block JJ number nineteen, baby, white side. But like white side. At some at it's some sad. point, it's it's got to be in you. It's got to be in in beating in your chest to be like I'm gonna be the best. And that dude had every opportunity provided to him with other injuries, and he had no interest. In stepping up and 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 having that dog attitude, that, every time you like to say, John, that Mamba me. mentality, he's got like every, no every Mamba. Time, well, that's why. That's why there's only one Kobe Bryant in the world. But th- every time I wake up, guys, I say to myself, I'm gonna be the best. Listen, I'll, 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 I'll argue this one more time, so we can we can just keep arguing about it, pound our heads about it. Last year. Our wide receiving core was Alshon Jeffrey, mm-hmm. Deshaun Jackson, and Nelson Aguilar. Mm-hmm. Though he wasn't going to sniff the field last year. Do, are we in agreement that he wasn't going to sniff the field last year if those three guys weren't hurt? Any of those I, three? I agree to that. Yeah, well, I, I agree with I, that. I, so, I, can, I so, can agree with that. But then here's a very, very, very flawed point that needs to be part up. If he wasn't going to sniff the field, then this was a gross misread of talent to take a guy in the second round. Okay? That's not going to play. Like, second round like, picks start it's fine in the league. But to get a guy in the second round, that early in the second round, and he can't sniff the field, like that's a misjudgment of talent. Like, so how, about, how, about, how about quarterbacks who you draft number one and you put them beh- behind your starting quarterback? Don't get fucking fired. Drafting wrong quarterbacks. No, no, no. Time out. Wow, wait, 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 wait. You just said that they were going to draft two and number two, sit them for a year, and then give them the keys to the castle the next year? No, nah, if I'm exactly. drafting the guy at number two overall, like, put him in there, man. Well, I, I, I know, right? Like, if he beats him out, it's healthy, absolutely. Or if they don't feel like he, he's ready, like, they don't have to put him out there week one. But, but, what I'm, but JJ couldn't beat everybody out. The same thing that happened to. That could be the same scenario that happened to to Whiteside. I mean, but John, after week 
after week one, the depth chart was Alshon and Nelson. Okay. And then after week three, it was really Nelson. Okay. Right. And, and what I'm saying is like, the guy had at that point, like one game, exp- like what? He was thrown right into the fire. Like, that's why they try to, that's why when you draft quarterbacks, sometimes you throw them in the back and have them hold a clipboard. He developed. Maybe, maybe it's the same thing with him. Maybe he just needs to be developed. And I'm not sitting here like banging the drum for J.J. Ortega Whiteside. What I'm saying is when you look back at the draft last season and, and you look at how he looks at our roster, he goes, man, we got Alshon Jeffrey. We, we just traded for Deshaun Jackson. That's awesome. He's going to stretch the field. We got Nelson coming back at a high price. Let's hope it all works out. Cool. And you know what? I'm going to take a flyer on this guy because I, I, you know what? I think he, he, he's, a, he's a good player. Not to, not to just plug in right now and play, but as oh, a – I think the flyer as a – Go ahead. You take a flyer in rounds five, six, and seven. Round two, you, you take best available player. And you, and you can't tell me he was the best available player on the board at that spot. I'm sorry. I don't care if we needed a receiver. Somebody thought he was. Best available player. John, who would, you rather, who would you rather have? Would you rather, would you rather have McLaurin or Whiteside? Jesse, we've been through this. I'm not going to play mind reader. No, and 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 I mean, I I agree with with what Jesse's saying. It's you're sitting here like crushing the kid from Penn State, and he hasn't even caught an NFL pass yet, and you're already like, we don't want this fucking guy. So you have <laughs> a negative attitude towards this guy anyway, if we draft him or not. So I don't know how to like change your opinion on that. You know what I mean? Like, I get it. You don't like JJ Ortega Whiteside, but like again, looking looking hindsight 2020 here, looking at last year's fucking. Uh, wide receiving core, he wasn't going to sniff the field. That's fine. But to Bill's point, if you're drafting, if you're going to use that pick on a wide receiver for the future, you really missed on that pick. Yeah, that's all I'm saying, dude. Take a tight end. Take their miss. I get it. After the Super Bowl. Well, Because they thought he was best player on the board. Okay. Let me pull up that draft. Hold on. And while John does that, you guys can agree and disagree and share your thoughts with us on the social media interwebs on Twitter, <laughs> Facebook, Instagram. <laughs> it's up. It's up. It's hey, man, up. wave of the future, buddy. For, at ForfeitPod, F-O-U-R-F-E-I-T-Pod. Email us at ForfeitPod at gmail.com. Hashtag Tua for life. Click that little subscribe button. Give us a five star. Give us a two star rating. You give us and a one star. One star is like giving the finger, isn't it? Yeah, like, one star, star is like. I mean, one star. Unless you're joking, it's like you know, we could do without the one stars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, guys. <laughs> at least, at least number two. Give me a two. It's like what we're saying about uh, J.J. Ortega Whiteside right now. He's a one star right now. Hopefully, this season coming up, you know, he gets a couple five star games. Segway brought three sixty. Boom! There you so, go. So let's see. We traded our. We had the thirty two pick, which basically gave Baltimore Lamar Jackson, and yep. we took Dallas Goddard at forty nine. Where do yep. you want to start? Who would you have rather had between thirty two and forty nine? Nick Chubb. Ronald Jones, Cortland Sutton, Kerry. I would have took the chubber. Sutton's the number one receiver. He's a stud. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with Goddard. He, like, he's a player. 
He, Would you rather have Lamar Jackson? <laughs> Actually, Gee, let me think. Here's the and and here's a, a Goddard and Earth problem. Both of their contracts run out in the same year. Right, and and, and I'm again. I'm not. I, I just want. I'm trying to like get into the head of Howie Roseman and like when we when we sit here and we we say like, man, the second round pick that we took a we took a, we took like didn't pan out, but like we didn't expect him. To, to just go in and play. Just like if Jason Peters gets hurt, got hurt last year, the first game of the season, I don't know if they expected Andre Dillard to go in there and 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 start. I, I don't know. I, I hope he would and play well, but I don't know. I, I just don't. I hope they would have expected Dillard to, to, to see some playing time because Jason Peters was washed. Didn't we trade up for Dillard too? We traded up for Dillard, yeah. So I feel like you trade up for a player in the first round or two. Like... They need to be on the field, at least a somewhat a consistent snap count because they're that good of a player. Like, unless they're injured, I don't want to hear – I, I take a receiver in round two to groom him for a year or two. Like, well, if you pick somebody that early, I don't care how deep you are, they need to get on the field. Like, and he didn't and, – and like you said, I'm positive too that maybe last year, you know, it's a big jump from going from college to the league. Maybe he got overwhelmed going from, you know, being in Cali, you know, and then to Philly. Whatever, I'm not making excuses, but I kind of am, obviously. But at the same time, you know, my question to Howie is, okay, if you say always, he always says that we take the best available player, we don't draft the position of need. Then what the hell are you thinking with that pick? Like, that, that's all I'm saying, you know? Well, again, you can look at that, and they went from 25 to 22, right? Yep. So between 25 and 22, there's Josh Jacobs and Marquise Brown. So, like, again – could you have traded and gotten Josh Jacobs at, at 24 and then you wouldn't have gotten Miles Sanders where you got him and you would have went down and looked at the list of uh, offensive tackles and could have got one of those other offensive tackles? And you're I, right. That, you know, that's the game they play and they try to make the best guesses and they hope they're right. And It's, you a, know, crap shoot. it's, a, it's really a crapshoot. And I, and I totally agree Every with team that. Doesn't. But what I will say where I agree with Jesse, I'm, I feel like I'm in the middle of both of you with the Howie is that how he doesn't need to be held accountable. Like, he wanted the keys to the castle. I get it. But he, but the, the part of the reason the Patriots are the Patriots and the Chiefs under Andy have been so good and they're consistent because you you consistently get good through the draft and you plug in holes through free agency. We've been doing the opposite. Trying to get good through free agency again and trying to plug some holes with the draft. And it's like... It's a balance of two. It's a balance. It and I agree. And part of that fell on the coaching is coaching up these players. And the, and the reality is it's just you're held to a standard by wins and losses. It's very black and white. We you also got rid of the wide receiver coaches that everyone was him and hauling about. So we've gotten rid of a wide – haven't we gotten rid of a wide receiver coach like every year for like five years straight? Yeah. Because they're kind of worthless. I don't know what the hell they even do. Like them and like okay. – kind of like, I mean – Well, I, then we I better – we, Running we really got to hope like, that our new wide receiver coach. What the hell do they do? What the, what the hell do they really do as a receiver coach? All I want is Alshon Jeffrey to be healthy. All I want is Deshaun Jackson to be healthy. All I want is, you know, depth at the position, whether it be a second rounder, sixth rounder, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I don't need to go and reach for a guy unless they have a long term plan of like after next year. Deshaun Jackson's gone, and I'm going to draft his replacement. 
Well, they have to. He didn't go on next year. There's no, there's, there's no, I mean, there's no doubt Deshaun's gone. And unless Alshon. Alshon is not going anywhere this season. I hate to break it to you guys for the 4,000th time. Alshon Jeffrey is here. He's got a $22 million cap hit. He's it's staying. 16. It's, it's worth dead cap at 22, is it not? It's 16. After the new CBA, it's down to 16. Uh, it's, it's a $16 million cap. He's still not going anywhere. No, I, I mean, well, he's not because you can't trade him when he's hurt. Yeah. The reality is, when can you trade right, the guy? Exactly. He's, hurt. he's not going anywhere because no, no one's going to know. Like, no one's going to trade for a guy who doesn't know if they can fucking play. So, you're right. And they can't. And, and you're not allowed to. Like, you can't physically trade a hurt player. Like, you have to be as yeah. a physical. Let, let, and let's be real. He's going to start the season on the pup list. That, it, that's what sucks. Is What's that, John? I don't know if that's going to be the case. I and and this isn't me like all depends on when the season actually starts. This is the point, Matt. This isn't me dogging Alshon or anything. It's more he's not like 25 anymore. Like it's going to take longer for that to heal. And that's a serious injury that he had. And he got it late in the season. Get him in that hyperbolic chamber. Have him talking to T.O. We'll get him fixed up. T.O. played one of the greatest games of his career, and uh, he had a broken ankle, and he played in six weeks. I promise you I never would put Alshon Jeffrey in the same breath as T.O. Nah. And and, T.O., wasn't it a broken leg? It was was a broken leg. leg. It was a leg. That dude had like 130, 140. Okay, his ankle got a fucking broke his damn leg. And in six weeks, he was like – Playing, in the, Super playing Bowl. the game of burning on the burning. biggest stage in the world. Catching the like, shitty McNabb throws that were off target, making him look good. Making him that's, McNabb, a McNabb. Different, that's a different injury than like shattering the bones in your foot. Well, the Liz Frank is just fucked up. I mean, that's just one of those injuries where you're like, you can't put any weight on your foot. So it's just like, how do you? No, I mean, he's, like I said, I, I don't think he's cooked. I, I mean, I don't know who, what team would. You know, want you know? I guess really want a guy coming off an injury like that as well. Realistically, it's like it's fun to say, "Oh, trade him to the Colts, trade him to the Jets," but it's like, why the fuck would they want an injury? You if know? he didn't get hurt and didn't have all this TMZ media and Josina Anderson bullshit, we wouldn't be sitting here arguing about it. And that's the no, fact. I agree. The problem is the last two years he hasn't he has been reliable, and it's the not for long league, dude. Like that's, I mean, right? He's been hurt, right? Yeah. Well, it's the same thing we've been saying about our quarterback. No, not last year he played. Except for the playoff game, that mattered a lot. But that is... I mean, we've got apples and oranges. So, uh, dog guys that are hurt, to make sure we dog all the other people that are hurt. No, I think we do. I think I dog Carson just as much. It's fun to dog Carson. There's a lot of people to dog on that team then, because everybody was getting hurt last year. No, but I I think it's it's just one of those things where... You know, I think we saw what Alshon could do Super Bowl year. He was a, a true number one, a back-end number one. But he was number one receiver. And we had somebody to go to. What's that? Back-end number one? Yeah, like in that, like, 12 to 15 range. He's not, he's not, he well, he's never been a top 10 receiver. He's in that, like, 11 to 15 range. Which is the top. You don't need, again, you don't need a, a number one wide receiver. I agree. But that's why we were so good because we had Zach Ertz, who's our number one receiver. But what we had more importantly was a running game. We had the best running game in the football when we won the Super Bowl. I, I don't understand how we can get away from that recipe. 
We led the league in rushing, and we were the best team. We had three good backs. Well, we have Miles, we have Scott. Let's get another third good back and go back to just ground and pound. But well, we also could air the ball out that year, too. Yeah, because Deshaun played good. And that's John. Alshon played really good. And, and Ertz um, had a monster year. We, and uh, what's his face? And Aguilar, uh, and Aguilar turned it on. And Smith had a good year, too. He did. Tori, you know, oh, like, Tory. I, I agree. Like, you know, this offense is designed to have the middle of the field opened. But, and with Deshaun, you have that. With Tori, you have that. When we don't have Deshaun or Tori or a burner, the field gets clogged in the middle, and that takes away our best Ertz and Alshon plays. So the reality is, is Deshaun is literally, and I said it last year a thousand times, Deshaun Jackson is literally the key to this team being Super Bowl bound or not. Him on offense changes this offense completely. Because at 32, you still can't play in press coverage man-to-man. Well, and to Jesse's point, what he said earlier, it doubles the amount of plays that you have in your playbook. Yeah. No, not only that, it's it's the the safety always has to keep an eye on Deshaun's side of the field. You can never just ignore Deshaun. So now you got Alshon and Zach. Operating freely, and then you yeah, got running uh, a Miles now on a linebacker for sure. Like it's mismatch heaven. But Deshaun yeah. having a burner is look. I mean, look at Andy with without you know with Tyreek Hill. I mean, it's yep. the same fucking offense, the same yeah. exact offense. Yeah. One guy pitches the field, everybody else works underneath. Look at how good Travis Kelsey has been. How they how they do when Tyreek Hill was hurt? They had a burner. They had Sammy Watkins and Michael Holman. That's what I'm saying. They had they had depth, but the but the West Coast offense is simple. One side of the field is vacated because you got guys deep. Other side's open for dinks and dunks and backfield backfield plays. And when we don't have that, where we, we're literally putting Carson and Doug up against a uh, wall. The, you the could ball. argue that the Chiefs last year had a huge, like a one of the best wide receiver cores in the NFL. Oh, hands Absolutely. down. Hands Absolutely. Down. I would but say they probably. I mean, and, 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 and you throw Kelsey in there to boot. I mean, it's fucking ridiculous. Absolutely. I mean, we were like years ago, I think, was it three years ago, when the Falcons had Julio, Ridley, Roddy White, and Sanu? You're like, whoa. Ooh. No. You know? But I mean, you put Sammy Watkins, Tyreek Hill, Nicole Harmon, and Demarcus Robinson out there, and then you got Kelsey, Damian Williams. No wonder Mahomes goes for 5,000 yards and 50. Yeah. You give Carson Wentz a quarterback and Greg Ward, hey, quarterback, go play receiver. We got JJ. Who can't even? Hey, what, what what route are we running? I'm going to run into my receiver again. Yeah, and, I'm going to run into Dallas Goddard. Yeah, Dallas, like you know, these idiots all like running the same. And he's so I mean, you know, that's really where I do give kudos to Carson because it's like, yeah, he got handed a pile of pig shit last year, and you know, and so it's just like, just Deshaun Jackson and that 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 yeah, I, I forget if it's the X or the Y, like like the deep receiver, whatever oh, that you know, the X or the Y, whatever that position is on it's our team. Y literally controls our offense and yeah. we ha- we didn't have one all year so it fucked us the entire year so Deshaun I mean he is to me the linchpin nothing to go get a Deshaun jersey they're on sale actually I saw today so we better we better get some depth at the at at that speed position then because AJ Hamler look I'm Mims. telling you book it Mims book it Mims well, Mims is going to have to go round one then, Jesse, because he ain't making it into round two. So. Yeah, well, Hamler might make it to round three, so. Some people say that. Some people say that. 
I don't care who it is, but when Deshaun Jackson goes down and gets hurt again this year. There it is. I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. I knew it. Weeks for multiple weeks. I knew it. Because the guy hasn't played a full year since he was with us, probably the first time, the first leg. Here's a question. Why have we not been been to a Jackpot Productions show? We need speed. We need speed depth, and we need youth. We need a healthy Alshon and, Jeffrey. And Matt, hey, yes, Deshaun has not played a full uh, sixteen games uh, since his last season with us in two thousand thirteen. He feels so happy about that 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 stat bomb right there. That that's Thank my best stat ever. So. See this pencil to the mic dropping. So, how many full seasons did Carson play? Two. Uh, Two? He's had two, John. Oh, two. The first year he didn't make the playoffs, but well, John, that's why we need to. That's another concern, right? We need to go John, sign Joey Flacco, your neighbor. We're going to draft a backup quarterback in this draft. Oh, we have to. We have but, to, John. Yeah, I mean, you so, should every, every year you should take somebody. Two thousand fourteen. What if it's Jalen Hurts, Jesse? Two thousand fourteen. Oh, love it, love it. Two thousand fourteen. He starts thirteen games. 2015, he starts nine games. 2016, he starts 15 games. 2017, he starts 13 games. 2018, he starts 10 games. Okay. Is that Deshaun? Deshaun. Yeah, no, he... That's why Malcolm Jenkins is so valuable. How many games did he play? All of them. And then last year, he started... Did he play every snap last year? played every snap. I think it's it's been like three years in a row he's played like every snap. Yeah. But I will say, I feel he like he's a couple across the middle getting smacked in the face. He's hitting guys. It's a difference. Yeah, no, he was, but if it's, it's easy to forget because we do like him a lot. He wasn't the same player covering guys in the slot like he was this past year. He wasn't the same guy on deep balls. He got burned a lot. Like that Redskins game, look at that first game against the Redskins. Watch him get burnt by McLaurin like three fucking times, dude. Like, I love Jenkins. I, I want him to be here. I, I'm okay with his deficiencies because he's getting older. But, man, he wasn't a lockdown safety. He was reliable, so that's good for sure. But I don't think he was worth the money. He, I, Although, I took that back. We should, I would have been okay paying him with the Saints paid him. I would have been okay with that, like, very much. For, for his leadership, at least, you know. Yeah, I don't know who's the, who's the guy now. We'll see. I think, I think we're going to draft a linebacker. I think – that's a huge hole, and we didn't fill I, it. I, I agree. Queen. I like Queen. I like the guy Murray out of fucking uh, Oklahoma. He's a three-down beast. He's like a freak of a guy. Like That's what I want, a guy that can cover tight ends, a guy that can stop the run, and a guy that can – a guy want a stud linebacker. And yeah. there's – We need one. There's two or three in the draft, and they're all going to probably be there, or at least one or two of them should be there when we pick. And I think it'd be silly not to. Like, I'm tired of – Oklahoma? Oh, Murray? Hard to hear, oh, don't think of linebacker in the first round. How about C.J. Mosley? How's he working out? I mean, I know he got hurt last year. But before the that, draft I'm looking at has Kenneth Murray dropping to the 28th pick to the Ravens. Kenneth Murray, dude, out of Oklahoma. I like him a lot. Like, I don't get why, like, a position that's so hard to find a good guy that, like, we just don't want to take in the first round or two. It's like, I, I, I don't get Especially it. Especially a guy who's who basically wears the fucking green dot. Yeah, like the guy who's like, you know, you're Mike linebacker. That's what, that's what scares me about this whole thing is like, 
Like, is is Nate Gary the guy? Like, is Dude, TJ they can love this guy to throw tomorrow because he played probably probably because he played with that gurney all year. They probably love his toughness. Like, I'm, you know, like that's got that's a total Jim Ward. But I agree, the guy's fucking not. He ain't that much bigger than Matt out there, and he's fucking our starting linebacker. I'm trying to see the top. Oh, Kenneth Murray's number one. If it works, it fluctuates. Some some have Queen, some have the other guy from um, uh, LSU as well on there at the top. I forget his name. There's two LSU guys that are like in the top three or four, and then the other one is Murray. Well, Simmons is number one, obviously from Clemson, but he's top five. Like he, I I've got song. What's that? K. Levon Chazon. He's the other yeah. linebacker. Yeah, he's the other guy that a lot of the guys think he's could go top twenty or first round. But I hope the Giants don't take Simmons at four. I hope they go lineman. Because I, I I don't want to deal with him for 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 two games a year. Guys, this this mock I'm looking at has them going lineman. Yeah, no, because I mean their lines. I mean Daniel Jones got fucking crushed all year last year. I mean, you can't think of guy number six in the draft and then and then not put a line around him. And plus, when you got Saquon back there too, like you got to have a line. So, and and the Giants are still in rebuild. Like they're gonna try to win games, but they're 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 a four and twelve, a best six and ten team next year. The Giants. Same same with the Redskins. Cowboys, I think personally, are an eight and eight, at best nine and seven team, in my opinion. And the Eagles should be at least a ten and eleven win team. Like we should win the division. Health obviously is always the X factor, but I mean, look at our D line. Look at our corners now. Linebackers are a little thin. Oh, we very have the best of lines. We have a, a stud running back, a good third down back, change of pace, and Scott. I don't know. We got a top seven quarterback in the league. That, like, I mean, if we don't win the division and everybody stays healthy, yeah, oh, 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 somebody people have to go. Job. Yeah, like people have to go. If Carson plays 16 games and we don't win 10, 11 of them, it's a fucking problem. Yeah, dudes are like, losing jobs. Like, yeah. He has to su- su- plan his flag this year. Agreed. That, that, like, this is his division. Like, you got to come through me. Because if we win a division this year, it would be the first time since Andy did it in 03 and 04, went back-to-back in the East. It's been, like, over 15 years. No one's won it back-to-back. And I want Carson to be like, bitch. Listen, bitch. Listen, bitch. I'm crossing wines, bitch. He won't say. He won't say, bitch. He'll be like, listen, guys, guy. I'm Carson Wentz, buddy. Hey, guy, buddy. Carson Wentz, buddy. Okay. (laughs) Frig, listen up, dang it. What if, like, right now, Carson's like just pounding beers right now, getting hammer, hammer drunk? Who's this? Carson is shooting guns in the backyard, pissed drunk, shooting your bottles right into the sky, just boom, like banging strippers and shit. Like just like, oh, I think I'm a God Squad guy. Just like pool parties, no social distancing. the The whole video was fake. He's, he's just like, ready. he's getting ready to have a baby. I'm sure he's relaxing. He's hunkered down. Or, or there's that, John. Great thing. They're that. hunkering. They're hunkering down, right, John? Yeah. Well. Let's let's see how that changes him. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, Nigel Bradham still hasn't been signed, by the way. 
We, we, I, I was reading that we might bring him back still on, on a veteran minimum. That we used to want to pay him the $6 million that we had owed him. We used to want to pay him that. I would be, I'd be fine bringing him back on, on, a, on a prove-it we deal. What's that, John? One free agent that I'd, I'd want, and you guys are going to laugh at me. What? Vontaze Burfitt. And a heartbeat. Are you kidding oh, me? God. Oh, yeah, but isn't it. he like one fart away oh. from being suspended for oh the year? God. Oh my god! If he blew he's his nose, you, oh man, he's a goon. He's a goon. There it is, John. You need that goon. Game one. Sorry, Zeke. <laughs> yep. John loves the goons. Gotta have the goon on your team, especially linebacker. Just that like Terry Tate, like foaming at the mouth. Oh god, it's totally think him. About, think about how fucked up you gotta be to get cut by John Gruden, who like all he wants you to do is fucking shit nails. Yeah. Like, does and you get cut by him? How fucking crazy you got to be! Like if Gruden won't even keep you on his defense. But like, to to John's point, if Burfitt's on this team, and I mean it's a big and hole. Carson gets knocked out, Burfitt ain't gonna be like, oh, gosh, gee, that sucks. He's gonna be like, all right, I'm gonna kill Russell. <laughs> the kind of guy that that would like start crying, like he's so mad, like he he gets so mad, he cries. He gets so mad because he can't control his emotions. It's like. Let loose, baby. Go play kickoff team too, Von Dad. Go kill somebody. <laughs> it's really concerning when you look at the available free agent linebackers. There's really not much there. Well, because they get hurt a lot. When you, when you really look at it, very few of them play 16 games. I mean, yeah. it's just a fucking tough position. So I think for guys, is their mentality is just have like four or five okay or the decent ones instead of having like one or two studs. Like you need multiples. You know what I mean? Blake Martinez, that motherfucker. John, you, I don't know why we didn't make a run at that guy. God, he was I cheap, too. He was cheap. Would you, um, would you try to get Eli Apple now that he's available for cheap? Oh, no. Uh, I mean, think, think about our backfield. We got Slay, Maddox, LeBlanc. Dude, what's I, – I, I hear some, like, some feedback. You guys hear that? Yeah, it's my laptop trying to take off. Oh, got it, got it. Oh, there it goes. Um, yeah, dude, that Blake Martinez deal was cheap. Two years, $22 million. Oof. All the linebackers are cheap. The most expensive one was uh, Dante Fowler. Two years, $30 million. Yeah, he's been kind of a bust. He was number three picked by the Jags a few years ago out of Florida. He kind of never panned out. He got hurt. He's the guy that blew his knee out day one or – Football like his rookie year training camp. He was he was the third pick in the draft. He blew his knee out. It's it's amazing. Like guys like Camus Grugier Hill, like one year three million dollars. Like why didn't we just keep a guy for like that's what kind of steers me into thinking that we're going linebacker. I mean, I or we're, or we're trading for a linebacker because I I don't see how Jim Schwartz can walk into a season and say I'm good with this linebacking group. I I, I just I don't. I'm going to go no, back. I mean, we, we might take two in the draft, like one early and one later rounds, too. We could take two. We got nothing at linebacker. Nothing. Well, I think the NFL. Uh, so the Jatavius Brown, we signed him, right? Yeah. And he's eager to show Philly fans what he can do, he said in an interview. TJ Edwards, Nate Gary. And Duke Riley and Alex Singleton. 
So that's one, that's, what was that, four? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'd, I'd say either a linebacker or wide receiver. Looks like we had a probability. feel like we ate up our, all of our time with the NFL. We'll have to maybe have another recording soon with the other topics. Well, don't worry. We're going to have many more, Bill, because we're going to be stuck inside. For... I'm fine with doing it yeah, tomorrow. I mean, I'm not... I'm not going anywhere anytime soon. I don't know about you guys. Are you guys going to bed? We can keep going. No, I'm, I've got to try to get to sleep. I haven't slept all week. Oh, I'm sorry. All right. Well, then that about does it for episode 36. Be sure to check us out on the uh, Twitter interwebs. Those Insta books and uh, the, the, the faces of uh, the internet at. Uh, Forfeit pod, email us at uh, forfeitpod at gmail.com. And uh, for myself, Matt, the JLo, Bill, Big John Stud, be good, everyone. Stay inside, order your go birds, food, and go birds. <laughs>